You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients Podcast, bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Are you thinking of switching to a new course platform, or maybe you're in the beginning phases of deciding which one to choose from? There's so many out there and there are pros and cons to each one of them. On this episode, I'm chatting with Elizabeth about what to do when you're overwhelmed with the options in front of you. She's offering some great insight that no one else seems to be talking about so you can make the best decision for your business and your courses. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on the Booker Dream Clients podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Yes, thank you so much, Lindsay. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll dig in. Yes. So I am Elizabeth. I'm a web designer, a brand designer, and a uh, also an architectural designer. And I'm the founder of Studio Classica. We're a branding and design studio specialized in helping female entrepreneurs and coaches, you know, elevate their business with beautiful, impactful design. And we especially focus on um, Kajabi clients. So that's a that's a mini mini brief. <laughs> the cliffs notes of how you got started. I'm sure there's so much more you could share, but I like, I like the fact that you are a, an expert in Kajabi. I told Elizabeth before we started, I am not a Kajabi person and have nothing bad to say about it. I'm just a Squarespace person. And I think right now in the space that we're in, we have to have so many things, right? We have to have a course platform, a website, landing page, email. There's so many tools that we, we have to have in our toolbox in order to make our business run at full capacity. I don't think we can substitute many of those things. So when it comes to starting your business and you just find out that you need to have all these things, it can feel really overwhelming. Or when a course platform changes their features and you have to scramble and decide if you're going to stay with them or you're going to move. And then here we go again. We have five tabs open on our browser, comparing different course platforms, comparing all the things and trying to figure out what works best for us. There's, it's just, it kind of gives you a headache when I'm talking about it, doesn't it? So what made you decide to niche down to Kajabi? And I'm going to ask you all kinds of kindergarten Kajabi questions. So be prepared. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely fine. Let's do it. And I, I have nothing against Squarespace. Like we mentioned, I, I, we do design for Squarespace, but I'm a big believer in niching down and really focusing on, you know, as a service provider, focusing on a very specific niche. So, that, so that's where we ended up with Kajabi. And so, and Kajabi is a really great tool for having all these different things under one platform. So having your email marketing, having your, your website, having your course or your memberships, having uh, your landing pages, you know, for free opt-ins or free masterclasses and, uh, and even more things beyond that. So it's, it is a great, powerful tool to have all these things in one place. I mean, years ago, when I was setting up my business, I was think I might've been really attracted to that right at that moment. But now if I think about it, I think, would I, would I lose all of my traffic that I'm getting to my website? So let's say I decided today, I'm going to, I'm going to dump my Squarespace website. I'm going to go to Kajabi. I'm going to put my site on there. What would happen to my traffic? Would that just be destroyed? So that's a great question. And it depends on what you've built up. And so I, I imagine you built up a lot of traffic, like organic traffic. You, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably mm -hmm. have a lot of organic traffic, you know, from Pinterest 
or from SEO, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so if you switch to Kajabi, that may not be a good decision if you do have a really strong existing platform, um, because one thing is your your URL links will be different, you know, mm-hmm. because that's one because the blog the way that Kajabi structures the blog posts, it's your your URL links would end up changing. And then the second thing that might be a bit of a headache is all of those posts and blog posts from your existing site has to be manually transferred to Kajabi, meaning you have to manually go and redo every single blog post. So it depends how robust of a platform you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a big, that would be a massive headache. If you have a website for years and like Elizabeth said, you have a good amount of organic traffic coming or I think about all the pins that we have out, that that would be really hard. So let's say someone's just starting. Is Kajabi good for traffic? I haven't heard really any yes or no's on that. Are they good for SEO or is something like Squarespace or WordPress better? So SEO, it depends on whether you use it or whether you sort of do that in your mm-hmm. marketing, right? So that's the first step is, are you even thinking about it and doing it? If so, I, I think I've seen... With Kajabi, I have seen really great search results just a short time after creating websites, then searching for those people people or searching for those keywords. I have seen Kajabi websites do really well in search rank, but it works great. It, it, it would be great if you're, if you're brand new or you're like new to, and trying to decide which platform, mm-hmm. then, then at that point you, you might choose Kajabi and but go into it knowing, okay, I need to, I need to do some work myself to set up the SEO and, you know, you need to understand something about that. Right. And then, and then it's a really great tool for that. I suppose it's not like Squarespace just automatically gives you great SEO. You have to produce the content and, and work at it. So this is the same through there. Okay. That is very clear to me. So even if, if someone has a Kajabi website, I've noticed if we go to someone's site, it'll have like lindsaymaloney.kajabi.com or whatever in there. Mm-hmm. Is that how it always has to be? Or do they get to have a custom domain where people can't really tell if it is a Kajabi site? No, it, so that just is a matter of setting up a custom domain. And, you know, this it's called a subdomain. So everybody who has Kajabi has a subdomain. It's, it's also true with Squarespace. You have like a subdomain on the Squarespace platform, but then you can connect your own domain and create custom. So you don't have to have that, you know, lindsaymaloney.mykajabi.com. Mm. Okay. Well, that's, that's good too. I, I suppose I remember back in the day, I used to have a WordPress site 10 years ago, such mm. a nightmare. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> yeah. having what my name, my name and then dot wordpress.org or whatever it was. And I thought that doesn't look cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So you have your website up. What about blogging? Is it easy to blog on there to produce new content? Like if you have a podcast, all of those things, is it easy to do on Kajabi? So on the one hand, it's easy, but if you planned to incorporate blogging in your marketing, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs don't, but if you plan on doing that, I would, I might not recommend Kajabi for that. It is very easy to blog, but it's just not as robust as, as uh, and I'm not as familiar with Squarespace's blog anymore, but it's not as robust as Squarespace's and it's certainly not as robust as WordPress blog. So, so what are depends. some other things to consider before you make the move? So I, I think the biggest thing is how long 
you've had your, your existing website, how long you've been doing this, what you want to do to produce new content. What are some other things to consider? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great question. If you are, if you are not tech savvy and you like simple and easy to use, then Kajabi, it can be a great solution. If you are tech savvy or you feel like you have more tech, like more tech, technology, I don't know the word, more tech savvy needs, you know, then you might need more robust online systems for your business. So, so I, Kajabi is very, very easy to use and it simplifies the tech side of things for setting up your, for even for setting up your blog. It's, it's very simplistic, let's say. And also setting up landing pages, it's it's very simple to do. So if you're not tech savvy and don't want to like connect all these tools, and if you don't have really really advanced needs, then I you know you could check out Kajabi. Mm, okay. So does a person have to have everything with Kajabi, like their site, their course, everything, or do you find that some clients are just using it for their course and then they still have a Squarespace site? Or do, do they kind of pick and choose what they want? It is a great, it, that's a great approach. I, we see that a lot. It is very common. You, you know, I see a lot of entrepreneurs have all the course stuff on their Kajabi and they might even have a separate domain, a separate custom domain for the, for their courses. And then they keep the blog and they keep the core website pages on their, you know, on their other website. So on their Squarespace website, for example. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was checking out the Squarespace member area. I haven't dug into the Squarespace membership area very much to add a membership um, feature to your site. I wasn't, I wasn't totally impressed to be honest. And I thought that you'd be able to add more content in there. It seems like you can't add, if you have a bunch of courses, you're not able to do that. So is there a max of how many courses um, you can have on Kajabi? It, it, it all relates to your like Kajabi plan. And so like the level of your plan and there's a limit on, if you have the most basic entry plan and uh, there's a limit of three products mm -hmm. or, or for example, three courses. And then if you upgrade, you'll, you get access to 15 possible courses or products. And then there's a higher level plan, which is a lot more. Do they have a shopping cart built in as well? Ooh, good question. If so, if you want some kind of shopping cart feature, definitely not Kajabi. <laughs> oh, really? Why? Yeah. So if you it it just doesn't have that functionality or that it doesn't support like a shopping cart feature. So if you're selling if you're selling digital products and you want a, like a shopping cart ability, you know, not Kajabi. And definitely, if you're selling physical products, it's also not a good. It just doesn't have that functionality of like a shopping cart and then a checkout and then you know you put, make your purchase. You know, I have noticed when I do, I, I have maybe five or six courses that I have that are under Kajabi that it is kind of clunky signing up for them when they send you an in, they have to send you an invoice and it's just, it seems like it could be easier. So what shopping cart have you seen hooks up to it really well? I like, I use Sam cart. Would that be a problem? You, you can link something like that. You definitely could link your SAM card, but it just don't, it still won't have that shopping cart feature in Kajabi. And then you'll have to, you know, use, probably use Zapier mm -hmm. to make a connection. We've done it with Thrivecart as well, integrating the Thrivecart checkout. And the reason for that is they wanted, that person wanted to incorporate an affiliate program, which would automatically pay out mm -hmm. every month, like to those affiliates. 
Ian. So Thrivecart was possible, but we had to use Zapier again. And so it's kind of making your Kajabi more complex than, right. than the default. Well, I don't think my business would run if I didn't have Zapier. <laughs> so I, I would say create a checkout page on Samcart and then create a Zap to mm-hmm. flick them into Kajabi and mm-hmm. then it would work. Cause that's what I do for, I'm in member vault at the moment and then it automatically adds them in. So Zapier is your friend. What would we do without Zapier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I I like the functionality of being a student on a Kajabi course. How is it as a course creator? Do you have any courses on there or how do you like it compared to other course platforms? So we create, we've uh, set up courses on Kajabi. We've also set up on Kartra and on Teachable and, you know, a few other platforms. And the, the structure for Kajabi, it makes it very easy. If you have sort of a, a course that has a structure where you, you know, you progress through the modules and the lessons. And I think if you have this kind of structure, it's, it's really easy to use kind of, and, and I, for, for me, I think it's also good, really easy to make it branded and feel very branded and beautiful mm-hmm. at, at the same time, it, you know, it's technically being easy. I know that's important to me is to, if someone just catches a glimpse of my course, I want them to know that, oh, this is Lindsay's course. This isn't someone else's. One thing I really like, and I know my students really like is um, in Member Vault. I don't know if you've ever built anything in Member Vault, but if someone completes a module, you can add in like little confetti on the bottom and it'll say, great job, Elizabeth, onto the next lesson. And you can add little prompts to keep people going and motivated to go through the course. Are you able to add in some motivational messages to your students or is it kind of like they're on their own and just hit, you know, complete and add next, next lesson? Oh, that's, that's a really fun feature. Yeah. I've only have a little bit of experience with member vault, so I didn't know that. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. And unfortunately, you have to try it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Kajabi, I wish we could add confetti or something fun, but <laughs> it's sadly there's not. This. Okay. Well, maybe they'll think of it. Maybe more people will say like, Hey, we want some confetti here <laughs> to make us go yeah. through our program. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's only at the very end, like at the very, very end, like a total completion um, thing that you can turn on. Well, with all course platforms, I think that they all stand out in their own unique way. You know, like Member Vault, I think that's huge. They have a, that gamification feature and it's you can track points and it, there's there's a lot of things like that to keep students involved. And I think you have to see what what your students want and makes them want to stick around in the platform too. They don't have an app at the moment like Kajabi does. So I can see how, you know, when you weigh your pros and cons, it's difficult to see, okay, well, Kajabi has an app and this one doesn't, but this one does this. And it just like gets so overwhelming. How do you help people choose where to go? Oh, it's, it can be tough sometimes, but it comes down to the exact kind of business they might have or the kind of offer that they want to put out to the world, whether it's a specific, like if it's a straightforward course, I, I generally would, would end up in Kajabi, I think for certain memberships, we have built those in Kartra and that ended up being a good solution for those people. And it, yeah, it just depends on kind of the exact goals and nature of their business. So I've never, I don't think I've been in a course where it's inside Kartra. Why is Kartra better for memberships? 
it's it, it this and this is is partly my you know my experience my opinion mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's not i i found it better for memberships where the content is more you know you might have training calls you, you might or you might have training videos and you might have a coaching call replays that you want to store mm -hmm. somewhere and you might want to give some resources to people and so it's kind of a good um home for all of that but i don't i so far haven't found it good for like progressional type learning mm. like like through specific modules and lessons and there's an order. That's a great point to make. I think we have over probably 80 hours of group call recordings that we store in member vault for our SOCA students. Are you able to store calls like that in Kajabi? Yeah, you yeah, definitely you are. And you can upload these videos and you know any number I I'm pretty certain any number of videos and we, you know, there are, we have a lot of clients who do a memberships also on, on Kajabi. And so, you know, my biggest thing with storing all those calls, though, is it can get, starts to get overwhelming with like so mm -hmm. many months of a backlog mm -hmm. of the replays. Especially if you need to go through them one step at a time, that can get really irritating. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. One thing that I know nowadays students are like well I don't know if I want to be hanging out on Facebook and I want to go somewhere else for a community have you found any course platforms that have a built-in community where people can go besides using something um, like a third party like Slack um, is there any course platforms that have that yet it's tricky. Uh, it's tricky because we don't we don't want to use Facebook, but it, the functionality it has mm -hmm. so many things you can do. We, you know, Kajabi has a community feature, but I I think it's very simplistic compared to what you're used to with creating a Facebook community. And for example, you can't go live in mm. in the Kajabi community. And the messages, like the messaging area, there is a messaging area, and you can like post or other members can post and then you can comment on those posts so like like you can in Facebook but then you can't it's not as robust and you can't go live in there and you can't it, you it, it's not it's not the same you know mm -hmm. what's a recommendation that you use if they don't want Facebook what's another tool people could use to have more community aspect it's, it's such a good question. I, I literally don't have an answer to that because <laughs> people are just so unhappy. People are unhappy with Facebook, but then they, they're not, they're right? not happy just with the, a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> they're not happy with uh, the Kajabi community feature. They're, you know, they don't want to do Slack. I've seen people try Discord. Um, oh, I don't know the I right word, but that. Discord channels or rooms. I don't know the right word, so don't come at me. But they, they <laughs> use this platform called Discord for creating a community. Well, I think a, a lot of people are like, oh, it's another app that I have to download on my phone or another tab I have to have open on my computer and mm -hmm, check. And mm -hmm. it just, people get overwhelmed really quickly online. And I think that's why everyone defaults to Facebook because we are zombies and we open it just because it's morning. And now I have to go into Facebook and check my groups. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's what we do. So it always is like, well, I'll just, I'll just keep my Facebook group. But I know that there are people who are in my program that don't even have Facebook. And so you have to think of a way to offer some way to communicate with those students. Mm -hmm. So think of that. Maybe you could just have a Slack or I encourage them. Maybe you can boxer me on Wednesdays or whatever it is. So they do have a way to reach you and they shouldn't be uh, punished because they don't have Facebook. I think that's awesome that they don't have Facebook, honestly. So I think it's good to like research your options. 
I am in a group program right now where they do have Slack and I've never used Slack before until this. And it's actually not too bad. I don't have the app on my phone or anything like that. And I just, I'm just mindful of when I go in and just go in, you know, once a week and that's it because it can just be and just yet another thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm all about simplifying and I don't want so many places to check and things to check either, but that's, it is a great question. I'm continuing to do research because we have clients, you know, who want that community aspect, but not on Facebook. So, you know, let's, hopefully there's some solution that will come that's going to be better. Which rings a bell in my head. I've heard of community. I think that's what it's called. Have you used that? Oh, no, I haven't. I think it's, I am i don't think there's even a free option, but I've heard a few people say that and I saved it in my favorites um, because I thought maybe, maybe it would be good to have a backup. And I think it is called community. Maybe mm-hmm. that's something we can all check into. I think mm-hmm. it would be good to have a backup because you just never know. And you would have a place to kind of fall back in case, you know, you decide to move or who knows. So maybe mm-hmm. check that out. Yeah, I will. Okay. So th- I like this conversation because if you're not all painting rainbows and sunshine on a course platform that you have niched in and that's how you bring in income for your business. You're, you're telling us the truth on is this might not be right for you. And it is right for you if you're at this level. And a lot of people who are listening to this are coaches who are just starting. So maybe if they're not feeling like they're enjoying where they are, they could try it. Now let's say they want to move off of it. Is it difficult to move off or is it kind of the same as if you would move off of a WordPress or Square? Moving platforms, it's it's pretty much the same. It meaning it's like you have to manually do stuff. It's kind of tedious. It's a bit of a headache. I think it's true with any platform when you're when you're doing a big switch switch. So you know, that's where, you know, that's why people come to us. They're they're like, I have a WordPress website, I have a you know, a, a, actually sometimes they have two WordPress websites. They have um, some things on Kajabi, but not everything. <laughs> they have their email list over in Mailchimp, and so it's like they they don't and they don't want to do it. So mm-hmm. they they come they go to an expert. They come to us. They and we simplify it all into one platform for them. And and that's you know that's a quicker way to do it. But there's no easy way. It's just manually. So you move emails email service providers, like you'll grab everyone's, like I'm in Flowdesk, you would grab all of my Mm -hmm. subscribers and you would rebuild the funnels and everything. Is that what you do? Is that as far as you guys go? If, if the client needs that and that's what they're, you know, uh, hiring us for, then we've done, we have done that before rebuilding funnels in, in Kajabi and (laughs) everything from like the freebie, the freebie opt-in pages to, mm-hmm. you know, those email lists and the email, the email sequences. And then, yeah. And then actually like delivering the freebie and, and it's, 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 oh, it's a lot of work. There's always a lot of different moving pieces when you're trying mm-hmm. to streamline from, from different platforms into one platform. I, 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 you know, those people who made that decision, they, they were really happy with that direction mm-hmm. with their business and it helped them simplify it, it did help simplify their costs, um, mm-hmm. you know, with the monthly costs on all these different platforms. And it just, it just gave them one place to go do everything. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, all it's, the costs yeah, add up and I can see how it would just be, oh, and it's nice because they have a hundred bucks coming out every month instead of 40 here or 30 here and 150 over here. And I can see that being a big positive. So you, you work the full package. So if somebody got the full package with you, 
what would that look like from beginning to it, it depends again on the goals, you know, but oftentimes we are doing the, the website design. I, I love Kajabi. I love designing on Kajabi, but I think that it's not easy. If, you, if you're not a designer, I think Kajabi is not easy to make something beautiful. Mm-hmm. They just don't have as great as a design, like a where you go to design the web pages. It's just not as good as what I've seen with Squarespace uh, or well, we'll just use Squarespace as the example. So that's also, that's off, often a starting point when people come to us is we will first build out their the whole website and really, really make it beautiful and functioning. And then from there, oftentimes we will go into one of their paid offers. So, you know, even this last week we were, we were working on uh, building out their, their, they're launching a certification program and we were building out all those pieces that needed, that they need for launching this certification program. And it's, you know, from the sales page to the whole checkout process to, you know, the thank you page. And then the actual like certification, like portal where, mm-hmm. you know, where people log in and get all get all the resources. And um, so we were just going through that whole, you know, funnel and the whole build for that. And, and, and it depends on, you know, from there, for example, that client's also launching a membership. So that's what we'll be going into as like a third phase. Wow. Is, yeah. <laughs> is structuring out the whole, all the pieces for the membership launch. That's, that sounds exciting, but yet, oh my gosh, it's like when I talk to Facebook ad agencies and I say, how do you do this every single day? Because that just, just hearing about it, you're, you're doing years of work, things that people take honestly years to put together. You're doing this every day for other people. So bless you. Cause that is a ton of, that's a ton of hard work. Yeah. How do you do that every uh-huh. day? <laughs> well, like, like, uh, we were just talking before we were recording, like you have systems. So we're really organized with our, with our project management system and everything is you know outlined what our process is and we, we execute it. And for me, I love doing it. So I don't, I, that's true. Mm-hmm. We do it every day. I, mean, I don't even, I don't even think about it. We just love, I love working out the beautiful, like making it beautiful and also mm-hmm. making it, you know, work functionally really well. So what's your favorite, somebody coming to you with just a concept or when they have, you know, all these different programs that you got to pull stuff from, do you like starting completely from scratch or do you like it when they have things already built and you just got to grab it? What's your favorite? I, I am happy to do both, but I do love like the blank, uh, the blank cart, the first one, the first one where you, you know, they, somebody has an, an idea, they, they're ready to do it. They're ready to invest. They're ready to get it off their plate. And they, they, they trust the, the designer. Trust is a big thing mm-hmm. in, in, you know, when you're putting, sharing your, your idea, usually it's an idea that you've spent a long time, you know, developing and you're not, you're really not sure certain of it but you, you trust, you know, you trust the idea and you trust the person you're working with. And so those are my favorite. Definitely. I think that would be mine too. How can people find out how to work with you and um, see where they can take their ideas or their business? Oh, yes. We love doing our VIP design days. It's one of our best, most like signature offers you could say, and where we do all of this that we just said, and what we do it in a very condensed, you know, if effective but efficient timeline because nobody nobody likes to wait months for right. their website or months for their project and so I don't I don't like either you know taking months and months to do that so 
we have very efficient VIP design days where we do this. And the best place, if you're, if you are just starting Kajabi though, and you're not um, sure if it's the right platform, um, a really great starting point that we have is like a, a free checklist where you can um, go download this free checklist and it can really help you do the, like the first eight, eight steps to starting your Kajabi platform. And that's a great, you know, simple list where you can go and test out Kajabi and see if it's right for you, you know, before you spend a lot mm -hmm. of months and a lot of time doing it on your own. And if you want to download that, it's at um, studioclassica.com forward slash Kajabi dash checklist. Well, we all love a good checklist. So I will put that in the show notes. I think this was an amazing conversation. You've probably un you cleared up a lot of thoughts about where should I go next if you're debating whether you should move or what to consider. So thank you for being so honest with this conversation, Elizabeth. We appreciate honesty, and I think it's really going to help people um, move forward and um, keep building their businesses because there's nothing worse than staying stuck in limbo with trying to make a decision on where to go next. So thank you for doing that for all of us. Yes, you're so welcome, Lindsay. All right, you guys go follow Elizabeth on social media, go download her checklist and take advantage of that. If you are considering moving, I think this episode will help. And I think the checklist will be the cherry on top. Thank you so much for being here with us, Elizabeth. And thank you everyone for listening. Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.